This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Has China become a morbid country for the old? Has socialism degenerated into horrific ageism, where the old have become dispensable as the Wuhan virus continues to wreak havoc? Well, that is a question that Beijing and its dictator in power must answer. Do you know old men and women in China are committing rampant suicide? Why, you ask? Because of this man, his self-centered politics and his deadly policies. The Wuhan virus that China is believed to have manufactured is now taking a heavy toll on the elderly in China after infecting 70% of Shanghai residents and 90% of Henan residents. The virus has moved to the rural areas of China. Small towns and villages have been caught off guard. Their clinics are without medicines, life-saving drugs. The elderly, helpless and vulnerable, are struggling to find an answer or ways in which they can protect themselves from the virus. Many have given up the struggle, so much so that they are consuming pesticides. In other words, old men and women are committing suicide. They are killing themselves rather than undergo the pain that is their fate in the last days of their lives. Some are resorting to alternate, untried drugs. And the result is a horror story which, again, is almost too painful to tell. Reports say people are dying because of the side effects of these drugs or because of liver damage or kidney damage. These are stories of helplessness, desperation. These are stories coming out of China. One man, Xi Jinping, he was too proud to buy foreign vaccines. Although he knew completely well that the Chinese vaccine jab was ineffective, a variation of glycerin water at best perhaps, the Chinese vaccines don't work. And the Chinese policy to combat the Chinese virus with Chinese medicines did not work. And are you surprised that the Chinese policy became a seesaw policy, swinging from one extreme to another? When arrogance was at its height, Beijing ordered cruel zero-COVID policy measures implemented with ruthless despotism, leading to widespread protests from an angry, frustrated population. And then, under pressure, totally suddenly, China abandoned all the restrictions and opened the floodgates. Such disastrous decision-making was bound to boomerang. But here's what's truly heartbreaking. Beijing has asked the people to abandon the elderly. The Lunar New Year holidays, Communist China's most important festive occasion, less than 10 days away and Beijing is telling the people not to visit the elderly in these holidays. And why is that? Here's what one of the members of China's pandemic prevention team has said. 
You have all kinds of ways to show you care for them. You don't necessarily have to bring the virus to their home. And someone replied to that on social media asking, don't you think it's too late to say this now? Just imagine how bad the situation in China must be. Some Chinese doctors have given us a glimpse into the contagious mayhem. They say that doctors who usually receive around 100 patients a month were visited by 500 patients in the first few days of December alone. And that number has only grown. There is now no medicine to treat these patients. In fact, forget oxygen, ambulances or other basic requirements of COVID treatment, rural China does not have medicines for fever. The Communist Party mouthpiece Global Times has tried to thump the drums of nationalism amid this chaos. It has lectured communities to create teams of drivers who can transport the patients to the hospitals. And doctors say they have never seen something like this before. Well, how will they? What China has unleashed on the world is quite unprecedented, be it the virus or the fatal end. A musician who plays at funerals saying he has never been so busy in his life. What is the government doing in all of this? Well, it is playing its favorite game and that is hide and seek. Xi Jinping and company are busy hiding China's harsh truths. China, for that matter, has announced it is not going to publish data on the Wuhan virus deaths going forward. Will not publish data. But did China, which lied about the origins of the virus, ever publish numbers that were remotely true? Sure, China shared some figures from time to time. But these were far from the real numbers. And China's claims did not even capture a fraction of the COVID-19 deaths. Like, how do you explain China's argument that less than 40 people died of COVID-19 in the last month? 40. Really, President Xi Jinping? Like we told you yesterday, one doctor in a single village of a country as huge as China saying, he alone knows that at least 50 people who have died in his village, he knows about them. Recently, that's 50 in one village in just the recent weeks. So can you imagine the kind of real death toll we may be looking at? In the 1950s, China hid the fact that millions had died as a result of famine. In the 1960s, it hid the truths about the havoc created by the Cultural Revolution. And today, it is hiding the truth about the Wuhan virus. Beijing says, lamely, it is not important to look into the cause of every death. But then, what else could it possibly say? History will write the post-mortem. And that will expose the utter failure of the Chinese Communist Party. Even China's close friend, the World Health Organization, seems to have had enough of China. It has once again pulled up Beijing and asked it to cough up the data. Isn't that pretty unusual? 
Let me read out for you what Dr. Tedros had said. Last week, almost 11,500 deaths were reported to the World Health Organization, about 40% from the Americas, 30% from Europe, and 30% from the Western Pacific region. However, this number is almost certainly an underestimate given the underreporting of the COVID-19 related deaths in China. The WHO chief went on to say, and I'm quoting, we continue to ask China for more rapid, regular, reliable data on hospitalizations and deaths, as well as more comprehensive, real-time viral sequencing. Well, that's the data which China will never give. And of all the people, Dr. Tedros should know this. After all, he was the one who helped China hide the data during the outbreak in the first place.